Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. What was the story again? Luke chapter what? 15. Let's go on. Luke 15 from 11. And he said, let's all read one together. One, two. He said, a certain man had two sons. Next verse. God of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land and he began to be in one. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And will have fain have filled his belly with husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many high servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. And no, no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hard servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when was he yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servant, Bring forth the best robe and put on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to make merry. Amen. Amen. The Bible, we all know the story. Boy left home. He went and I was and he was eating with swine. Swine is not an insult, it's a name of a pig. <laughs> okay? You swine. <laughs> I don't people say that you swine. Ah. Swine is not an insult. Just, a, just another another way of calling a, a pig. <laughs> swine. Belly food. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's just a pig. Hallelujah. And we started studying last week that this boy's behavior is a reflection of certain spirits. You see, and this type of teaching, you see, there are types of teachings in the Bible. Some teachings are more like wisdom teachings. What I'm doing for this four weeks is it's more of wisdom teachings. So that you will not go that way. 
Hallelujah. It's more like immunization teaching. Or even if you are there, you can make a U-turn. Hallelujah. Yeah. And, and, and there are spirits that makes us behave this way. Let me tell you something. I had a friend in medical school. Okay? He's called Mukuji. Look. So first he was concerned. Everything is spiritual until proven otherwise. That's Casco's theory. He said everything is spiritual until proven otherwise. So he I remember even when we are in the canteen and we are going to eat. And maybe he was holding his plate. And the plate falls down. I bind you, Satan. <laughs> Concerned, everything is spiritual until proven otherwise. That's what I saw him there. Hey! Non stop. Everything is spiritual. If he's walking and he hits a stone, hey! Satan, I bind you. <laughs> that's, that's his story. I saw him, everything. He, he, he gets a headache, it's a demon. Probably a good attitude. He said, Everything is spiritual. You have to rule our demons first. When you take our demons, they will deal with it other causes. So, far as concerned, everything is spiritual until proven otherwise. That's it. That's the way you think. We write an exam and he doesn't get a high score. <laughs> yes. He has to remove demons first. Now, after you take demons out of the way, then ah, then you study. Yeah, you go study. I'm, I'm supposed to be the head and not the tail. <laughs> I used to like. He was a very good friend. We used to like him a lot. Hey, that brother. Mm. I used to like him. He's not in Chicago. I used to love him. It's so far as his concern, everything is spiritual until proven otherwise. Everything, everything is spiritual until proven otherwise. Yeah. Hallelujah. So this is not this is our spirit. Amen. Amen. So let's look at sometimes the behaviors. You see, behaviors moot their spirits. I'm telling you, they are spirit. Hallelujah. We are thinking mood is a spirit. A thought is a spirit. A thought is a spirit. An advice can be a spirit. An idea. You see, behind a thought is a spirit. I'm teaching you. Behind the idea is a spirit. When you read that story, the guy who, the king who killed himself, the king of Israel, Ahab, who convinced Ahab to go to war? The Bible said there was a meeting in heaven. And they decided. And a false spirit said, well, a spirit said, I will be I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophets to convince him to go to war. So, 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 as Ahab called for a cabinet meeting, okay, can Ahab call for a cabinet meeting? Should we attack Syria? I think Syria, based on recognition, based on ABCD, we need to attack Syria. We need to go. Syria has defrauded. They have not paid taxes. We need to fight them. As he was thinking that, and we were discussing, so, oh yeah, I think it's a good idea. Behind that, it was a spirit from heaven who has put a lying spirit in the mouth of the prophets. So, as the prophets came, go to war, you will win. It is admin decreed. What 
they didn't know was that there was a spirit. So they thought the idea, even though it may look like an idea or a suggestion, behind it was a spirit. Yeah. Hallelujah. So, tell them about it is spiritual until proven otherwise. child, rule out spiritual causes first. Problem married, rule out spiritual causes. Nobody's getting married in the house. Rule out. It, is, it is spiritual until proven otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Every month you are broke. <laughs> it's a spirit. I say it's a spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> so, I started talking to you about the spirits that were in operation in this boy. What was the first spirit to talk about? What was the first spirit? I said, what was the first spirit? Yeah. I don't have to listen to him. Do you record your messages? So listen to it. Waste, waste, waste. Waste, waste, waste. It's, it's, it's not that you didn't have, but you wasted it. It's not that you didn't have. If you were to take your time to look at what had come your way, Charlie, hmm. Charlie, when you see, say, hey, did all this pass through my hands? Yeah, but wasteful. Wasteful. It's not, it didn't come your way. Wasteful. And it's wasteful. Some of you, when the money comes into your hand, it's like a demon. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> I'm preaching. Hey, as soon as the paycheck comes, you know, that is the time that you, I, I mean, you see sales two for one, three for two. <laughs> buy one, get two free. You must buy all these past two races at Herald Square. I should stay right there. I'm telling you, I'm preaching. You see, you see, and, and, and you see, and what you that thing there, you may call it impossible, but it's a spirit. A spirit that is designed for you to waste. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's the money. To the point that you buy useless things. Yeah. 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 It's a spirit. The boy wasted it. The boy wasted it. He wasted a good home. He wasted a good inheritance. To the point that he was eating with swine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I have to continue, so I have many more things to share with you. Yeah. And then what was the next spirit? The spirit of what? The spirit of belly hell, which is the spirit of worthlessness. Useless. I mean, good for nothing. Yeah. Just worthless. You, you are reduced to nothing. You engage in activities that makes you valueless. That's why I talk about, look. The mileage is important. The mileage is important. At your age, there's too much mileage on you. 
Because the price of used cars are determined by the mileage. Carfax. When they put in the Carfax, they say, hey! 2016 model with all these smiles on you. Kelly's Blue Book value. Nobody buys it. You, see, you, 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 you become worthless. You reduce your self-esteem. Sell, split your belly a heart. That's what I talk about. Rubin, young man. Rubin, unstable. Unstable. I spoke that thing prophetically. Unstable. The instability in your life as a young man is because of that. See, unstable as water, you will not excel. Because you went into your father's couch. Hallelujah. May you not become worthless. May you not become cheap. Hallelujah. Yeah. And sometimes, and the last point I was talking about on worthlessness was that sometimes people can make you worthless. People have a way of putting you down. You see, people have a way of magnifying your problem. And those things can make you worthless. People can talk about you in such a way that you yourself, you lose self-confidence. They can highlight on your problem. They refuse to see all your good parts. Yeah, and, and where's our spirit? Yeah, where's our spirit? Can talk at the point you believe it. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So that, so that fear and worthlessness, they talk to in such a way, in such a way, in such a way that at the point you lose all self confidence. That is why you have to be, my parents, be careful about your children. One child, your head is like a coconut. Your head is like a coconut. Your head is like a coconut. <laughs> at the point, of, at the point, the child also feels that well. My head is like a coconut. Or even, or even worse still, worse still. Don't compare your children. You have a way of putting one child down. Useless child. Go for nothing. You see, you have said it so much that the child has lost confidence. After me, at any rate, they'll say I'm useless anyway, so I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Especially fathers. You are annoying. So, you come from useless. What is this? And then you are bringing the anger to the mother. You, you don't discipline the child. Your fathers are here. At the point, at the point when you come, the child is. You see, it leads to the child somehow becomes timid. They lose the ability to express themselves. Because your constant talking is making them worthless. It takes away their confidence. Your constant talking. Constant talking. Look. Sometimes the children will be playing. As soon as the father comes. Have you noticed? That's, that's not a good thing. 
It does not mean that you are a disciplinarian. No, you're, you're not a discipline. That's not discipline. To put fear in somebody is not discipline. You are a tormentor, not a discipline. <laughs> I'm preaching to you. You see, and what you don't know that it will affect them. Especially if they are girls. If they are girls, they become timid. If they are boys, they become rebellious. Hallelujah. Because they, they see nothing good in them. They see nothing good in them. They'll say I'm not good anyway. They'll say I'm not beautiful anyway. So what's the point? They say I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. So the child doesn't even bother to try anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Is somebody hearing me? Yes. There, are, there are worse problems in life than your child getting a C. There are worse problems. I said there are worse problems in life than your child getting a D. I am trying to find a WhatsApp that somebody sent me. I can't find it. Huh? I am trying to find a WhatsApp that somebody sent me. If I can find it. Well, I don't know whether I can find it. So It's been a while. But you can see that there are worse problems. I guess it's gone. I guess it's gone. There are worse problems. You will see that. So just stop putting people down. Anyway, if I see it, I'll show you. But if I don't see it, I'll continue preaching. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Stop. Oh, it's gone. Many, many years ago, somebody sent it to me. If I had thought about it, I would have looked for it before I showed you. You will know that there are real problems. You, you, you won't worry about your problem. There are serious issues. Anyway. Next time I find, I'll show you. Hallelujah. Amen. So don't. And don't allow anybody to put you down. Amen. I said, do not allow anybody to put you down. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So what? I'm not married, so what? I don't have a child, so what? I'm not, I'm not working now, so what? So what? There are, more, there are greater things in me. You know, you see, you see, you see, I'll tell you something. The value, you know, listen, when was the last time, I'm going to tell a story, when was the last time you went to a store? 
and you saw an item, and they said, oh, this item is $2. The sticker on the item was say $2. What did you find? You found this one, and so this, this thing is worth $10. That's what the sticker on it, on the shelf. And then you pick it up from the shelf. And then when you get to the till, and when you got to the till, you told the, the cashier, I'll pay $15. Have you ever done it before? I'm asking, have you, have you ever asked of something before? No. The sticker, how much was the sticker price? $10. And then you get here, you say you're going to pay what? Have you had something before? I said, have you something before? If in that all, you want to reduce it. <laughs> if in that when you get there, you tell oh, it is the last model. It was on the shelf. So can you reduce it? It was, a, eh? there was dust on it. What I'm trying to tell you is that the value you give yourself is the value people will give you. Don't expect people to give you a higher value. Don't ever expect. If you rate yourself $10, they'll give... They they, they want to bring you to $2. So the value you give yourself is the value people will give to you. Yeah. That is why I share that scripture with you in Philemon. Learn to acknowledge the good things in you. I say learn to acknowledge the good things in you. Because people will not upgrade you if they don't downgrade you. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. If anything at all, they will downgrade you. Hallelujah. So don't let people make you worthless. Yeah. Oh, or after all these years, this is all you are still doing. Hey. And so what? Yeah. After all these years, you are still doing prerequisites. So what? I know somebody. I know somebody, someone was trying to put her down. He said, hey, after all these many years, you are still at home not working, eh? He said, but the person has good confidence. She acknowledged it. He said, listen to me. I don't need to work. You need to work. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's a good one. He's trying to tell you that. But I, that, that person, listen to me. I don't need to work. You need to work. So don't try to put if you know I pity you. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the, the person was intended to put her down. And said, listen to me. I don't need to. I don't need to. You have to, but I don't need to. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. So don't let anybody put you down. Amen. 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 Even if you make, if, if you make a mistake, don't let people put you down. That's all. Even if you make a mistake, don't make mistakes. That's a big deal. And you learn from our mistakes anyway. You will sing, and the song is not nice. Don't let them put you down. People have a way of putting. 
the song didn't work. I'm singing, but you know, people have a way of. <laughs> don't listen to me. Don't let them put you down. Don't let them put you down. Because if you don't take care, they will. Look, do you know the reason why I don't? Do you know the reason why I don't sing? I should tell you. I should tell you a story. Why I don't sing? Hmm. Is, is, is this same worthless spiritual? When we started the church and we formed the FCBPI, Fellowship of Christian Businessmen and Professional, Lighthouse Global, I was the first president of FCBPI. So, I have been many things in Lighthouse, just in case you don't know. So, we had a breakfast meeting, Angie. And we invited all these people. I'm a prominent lawyer in town. And all of them came. And I was the president. I was organizing. So in my introduction, I sang a song. (laughs) 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 And in Lighthouse, those of you who have been in you know they have the BDR. Lady Pastor Pastor BDR. That's not her name. It's a thing Bishop gave to her. BDR. It means bring down refreshing. Like when she sings, refreshing comes. So Bishop gave her that title, BDR. So bring down refreshing. So BDR, LPB, that's what it means. Bring down refreshing. Her name is Hereta. Okay? But BDR stands for bring down refreshing. Because Bishop gave all the singers titles. And there was, we have the BD, uh, what is LNM? BDJ, bring down glory. So when I sang, meeting. One of the brothers, who's my friend, he said, BDD. <laughs> then I said, what is B? Bring down disgrace. <laughs> yeah. hey, that was the end of my singing ministry. That day, by now, I've been, I've been some wild singer, but that was the end of my singing ministry. My singing career ended. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm talking to the pop. I mean, he's my friend. We still talk. He's still my friend. We, do, we talk and we laugh. <laughs> Don't worry. Ask for friends. You can tease. You see, if somebody cannot tease you, it's not your friend. Huh? What do you say? A cut of your inheritance. <laughs> yeah. BDB. Hey. So I said, look, from that day, no more singing. Yeah. But people can put you down. People can make you worthless. That's why you must learn to acknowledge the good things in you.
The next spirit I want to talk about, if you have time, that was operating in this boy is the spirit of greed. Greed. The spirit of greed. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 10. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 10. He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This is also vanity. He that loveth silver. Some people are just greedy. Greed. It's a spirit. Greed. And the Bible says, he that loveth silver. Everything, they must make money out of it. They are never satisfied with whatever they get. He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied. I have stories to tell you. One day, Prophet Kakra, Prophet Kakra, you know Prophet Kakra? He was counseling, you know, like us in a marriage manual. As part of our counseling, he said, and Adam was naked with their wife, and they were not ashamed. So, for a good marriage, there must be financial nakedness for a good marriage. So, he was counseling these people. They were having a marital problem. Then he asked the brother, is there financial nakedness in your marriage? I don't know whether I should, I don't know whether I should say it in three languages and explain. Because this was in Kumasi, I'll say it to you. What's this? Hey, prophet! Which is to say, prophet, even though we are talking about financial nakedness, my wife is very greedy. The day this woman sees my bank account, I'm a dead man. Exactly. <laughs> Consuming fire. I said, hey, prophet, I've heard all that you have said, but this is my wife. The day she sees that I have this amount of money. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Some people are just greedy. You see, and the person, he doesn't love a silver. Let me tell you something. God wants you to prosper. He says it in his word, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. That's God's, that's God's wish. God will prosper you. But the Bible says that he that hasted, he that hasted to be rich has an evil eye. There is a time to prosper. Your time will come. Stop being greedy. Stop cutting corners. It's an evil eye. It's an evil eye. It's an evil eye. It's an evil eye. It's an evil lie. You come to my house where I live now and you see my bench and my house and things. Say, hey, hey, do you know how long I have worked? Do you know how long I have worked? Do you know when I finish school and you have just started working and you are greedy, you want to have what I have? It's an evil lie. I said, it's an evil lie. You see my wife looking so close. You know, it's an evil lie. Take your time. Do you know how much more money he has chopped to look like this? <laughs> Don't be in a hurry. It's an evil lie. 
vivo lá. He that hasted. He that hasted. He that hasted. To be rich as an evil eye. Take your time. Look. He does in his own time. He does all things beautiful. Look. Prosperity takes time. Prosperity takes time. It's not overnighting. Okay, it takes time to prosper. If you see your pastor driving best now, I don't think that was his first car. If he was to tell you his beginning, you will see that you, you have a better start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If he was to tell you his beginning, you can see that you, you, your start is far ahead. Evil eye. Evil eye. Small boy, you just came from, you just came to America. You just, you just came to America. And you want to put up story buildings in your village. Have an evil eye. Prosperity takes time. Hallelujah. The Bible says, he that hasted to be rich has an evil eye. God, God will prosper you. I say God will prosper you. I have been young. David said, I have been young and I have been old. I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg for bread. If there's one religion that promises prosperity, it's Christianity. Because all the patriots were wealthy. Go read the Bible. Hallelujah. Yeah. I would like to dedicate your house. I would like to dedicate your car. I, I'm always looking for that. I would like to dedicate your marriage. I'm happy for that. I'm just happy. I would like to be at your wedding. Me, I like to be do people's wedding. One of the, my, my most recent wedding that I had in Boston was an Akazu wedding. Do you know how I go to go to Boston? To do that wedding? I, you won't believe the story. Even myself, I didn't even know how I was. I didn't even know how I was. Three weeks ago, I was in Boston officiating the wedding. If you ask me why, I don't even know. It was at the camp. The, the Memphis camp. Then we're just talking. They put in one of the bricks. Then I get the sister walks to me. Say, oh, Reverend Osai, I'm having a wedding. I want you to come and officiate. And before I could, I, I say yes. I even said yes before thinking about it. So as soon as we came, I said, Reverend, the more you promise that you come to officiate my <laughs> Of course, you must stand by your word. He just walked me straight. I'm having a wedding. I want you to officiate my wedding. I said, hey. And I said, yes. I didn't even check my schedule. I said, yes. And as soon as I said, no, she recorded. When I came, I said, remember you said. <laughs> so, I mean, of course, I'd love to officiate your wedding. Hallelujah. I would like to officiate your wedding. Take your time. God will give you your husband. Don't be jealous of somebody's beloved. That's an evil lie. That's an evil eye. You know that the two of them are together. And then they are having some small skirmishes. You are not talking. And you are just converted in you. And the, and, the, and, the, and, and the fight was about her birthday. How she didn't send her a card. How she forgot her birthday. And, and, so, and, and, and she, he has confided in you. 
about the, how the birthday card brought a quarrel. And in your, and you console here at the end by the time, like, you are going to order birthday boxes. <laughs> it's an evil eye. It's an evil eye. Wait for your beloved. Don't be jealous of somebody. It's an evil eye. Yeah. Wait for your beloved. It's an evil eye. You saw her beloved. We are all friends. I've seen even among, even among the, the, the guys. You had the beloved already. Like two friends, so the one has a beloved. Then suddenly the other one also acquires a beloved. Then suddenly you find that your your friend's later beloved is small, has a guitar shape. Compared to the one that you had. Suddenly, suddenly evil eye. Now you are, you are too fast. Lose weight. Before then you were okay, but because you have seen somebody, it's an evil eye. It's an evil eye. <laughs> it's an evil eye. You were okay with her being able to share until your friend got hurt. I'm preaching. So suddenly, suddenly this girl has to lose weight by force. And it's not easy for an elephant to lose weight. <laughs> It's an evil eye. It's an evil eye. It's an evil eye. It's an evil eye. I mean, how do you expect her to reduce from 210 pounds to 150 pounds in six weeks? It's an evil eye. It's impossible. I'm preaching. I am preaching. Before that, you were okay. You were happy. Now you are talking. You are criticizing her. You don't. You are too fat. You are. The, it's an evil eye. I should tell them. It's an evil eye. Yeah. No, it's an evil eye. It's an evil eye. Yeah. Suddenly, suddenly she has to become like guitar. Six weeks. Yeah. It's an evil eye. It's, it's an evil eye because you saw somebody and suddenly you want it. It's, a, no, it's an evil eye. It's green. It's an evil eye. You are, yes, it's an evil eye. Take your time. Prosperity takes time. Prosperity takes time. If you are diligent, you are diligent with the hand of God upon your life, you will prosper. Even if some of you. Uh, Shepherds and young pastors. See, when you see some of us doing something, don't attempt to do it. Admire it and aspire it, but don't, 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 don't sort of think you are the same. Do you know how, how long I've been preaching? That when I come and people call me Papa, you two want you want, I want to call you Papa. No, no, you see, you see, 
young people, a lot of young persons in the oh, um, I mean, um, have you forgotten? If my reverence, we carry his back. And so, are you me? Are you me? Do you know how, how long I've been preaching before they are carrying my back? We were just appointed a pastor last week. Now you want people to carry your back? It's an evil lie. I said it's an evil lie. I said it's an evil lie. Yeah. I mean, you, I, I mean, I mean, you saw her. You, you saw her serving me a drink, and then you now after you also after church, you want to sit down for them to serve you. Do you know how long I've been preaching? Blessing and privilege, you rather should be happy and encourage it. And don't, don't, don't like <laughs> Is it the only person who should get it? Which we are, no, no, it's an evil eye. Yeah, it's an evil eye. Take your time. It's an evil eye. Prosperity comes with time. It's an evil eye. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. An evil eye. He that hissed it. You want to become that overnight? No. Take your time. You don't become that overnight. Too greedy. Hallelujah. You see, see, (laughs) tell you, don't have an evil eye. Don't be greedy. I said, don't be greedy. Allow time. God will bless you. Yeah. If somebody has earned, you see, if somebody has labored and is being accorded a reward, show gratitude and appreciation, and don't say that we are all the same. We are not. We are not all the same. Don't, don't, don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake. If you saw Reverend Bright. Some of you even in the church, you want to sit there. It's an evil eye. We are going to have a PFI. I mean, when they serve the reverend first. Well, if uh, after the reverend, I should be served next. No. No. You should not be served next. You, should, you, you, you are not next in line. Okay? Don't, 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 don't assume that title. You are not next line. Okay? There are other people before you. Don't have an evil eye. I say, don't have an evil eye. It's an evil eye. Hallelujah. The time will come. The time will come. Now I preach and they give me drinks. I can't even drink the drinks. You see, your time will come. When God bless you, you what they bring you, you can't handle. If I was jealous of Bishop Dag getting a drink when, because he was my classmate, but I was always happy to say, my wife used to say, my wife, yeah, used to serve Bishop the drink and everything. And I was always happy. If I was jealous then, can you imagine? Now I'm also in the same position. The drinks, they, I can't even drink. Every day she brings some variety. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. 
if you if you like watch, as soon as I finish putting, I sit down and I say, "Sober now, you come." Some of, some of the, I don't know why it's porridge or drink. <laughs> yeah, it's what. So what I'm trying to tell you that when I'm just using it as a similitude that if that is what you are desiring, when your time comes, you have more than you can carry. So don't be in a hurry. Let's just wait. I'm just using it as an example. Yeah. Hallelujah. Love of money. Love of money. Sometimes, sometimes even what you don't know is the problems that come with that money. That's what you don't know. These rich people have problems. And if you have not matured in your mind to become a rich person, don't get there. The Bible says, listen, the Bible says, as goods increase, the Bible says, as goods increase, they are increased, they that eat them. As of today, nobody has called you that the world is broken in Ghana. Did they call you that the world is broken? Did they call you that they need school fees? Have you seen? <laughs> Have you got a call like that? No. no. Uh-huh. But you wait till you prosper. <laughs> ah! Now you haven't received the phone call yet. Because you wait till you prosper. Phone call. What's your name again? CNN. The snow is bad, though. <laughs> By the way, uh, the roof, you know, the backyard. There was a rainstorm here too. You, you get snow, we get, we get rainstorm. <laughs> so, um, it's, it's not easy, bruh. It's not easy. So we need some money to repair the roof. Stuff, and then after that, a week later, you know your cousin on the road. His daughter has got an admission, oh, but you know how it is. Yeah, but now you don't get those calls. Uh huh. But you will get it one day <laughs> because as goals increase, they are increased. They that eat them. So don't be jealous of rich people. Rich people have a lot of headache also. Hallelujah. Amen. The spirit of greed. Yeah. Look, some people are greedy. Some people, you, you see, let me tell you something. It's not everything that you do that you must be paid for. I'm preaching this. I'm teaching you. It's not everything that you do that you must demand money. You are too greedy. You don't know how to do anything for free. You dare everything you do, you must be paid. I'm preaching. It's a sign of greed. You don't know how to do something for someone to say everything you do must be paid. Everything. 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 You're so money conscious. Everything you must be paid for. Yeah. Greed. So money conscious. Oh, 
I'm going to downtown Bronx Market. Can you come with me? I need, I, I, can you come with me? So I need somebody to help me. I mean, we sit in the car. How much will you pay me? Somebody didn't tell me that he had a roommate who was so greedy that he had a roommate in college who was so greedy that even though you're, if you're home, you're going to sit so I'm studying. Can you please wake me up at four o'clock to study? Yeah. Can you wake me up at four o'clock? How much will you pay me? <laughs> <laughs> Just to wake up your roommates, you want to be paid. For me, why is I go to work for today? Uh, you see, uh, okay, you know, uh, you know. Anyway, you know, even uh, I also have a babysitter, but you know how things are. Uh, anyway, how many kids are there? Oh, only my two-year-old. Uh, how long? Oh, I, I, I'm leaving. I will come back around uh, about three four hours. Okay, normally we, we, we charge $60, can you, but because of you, $30. Can't you just babysit for your friend for one day and not charge her? I'm preaching. It's like everything must be paid. Your friend says she's, she's having a serious problem. Can you take off my child for me? For one day, one day, one day. Yeah. Oh, I'm in a hurry. Listen, I have to go here. I was supposed to go to the salon, but I couldn't go. I beg you. I have this. Can you do a quick call roll on my head? Sister. Hey. Listen, it's not everything that you need to be paid for. You are too greedy. At least I had a classmate. I had a classmate like that. Yeah, I had a classmate in residency. We were all living in New Jersey. In residency. And he had a babysitter. And I didn't, we didn't have a babysitter. What happened? One day, we, we were very... Our babysitter... We, had, we also had a babysitter. The babysitter canceled. So in our desperation, I said, okay, let's take it to this, my friend. We're doing the residency. He actually charged us. I'm not telling a fairy tale. He charged us. Friend. Friend. I have never seen anybody who is greedy like that. That boy. That guy. Even in medical school, he was known. Even his notes. He was very smart and he could write good notes. Even to give you his notes to read, he would charge you. <laughs> well, he was also very brilliant. So it is not. Oh yeah. Great to be what? I mean great. Sad to say, recently he's in jail. Oh yeah. Oh don't clap. Don't clap about somebody. <laughs> no, no, sad to say. Sad to say. I feel very sad. The same greed. This I want this, I want this, I want this greed. Now he wanted this something wild. He was a doctor, fully qualified doctor. Federal prison. But the greed never satisfied. So when we had most of our, most of my classmates were not surprised that as for that boy and money, wow. greed. I mean, I feel sad because he, 
I mean, I don't want anybody to be in trouble, but the same greed. Look, it's not everything I should ask money for. Learn to do something for free. Yes. Learn to do something for free. Cook. Some of you, somebody is sick, you cook the food, and they don't collect money. Just, I'm bringing you food. Everything. Greed. Now, you see, this was the spirit of Gehazi. That was the spirit of, let's read Gehazi, the story of Gehazi. Where's Gehazi? That's that guy. Who are you know where the story is? It's in Kings. Find out for me, Gehazi. Gehazi. Quickly. When the story of Gehazi is in the book, book of Kings, you must be quick. You must know how to do your job. Second Kings, what? Five. Seven, five. Put it there quickly. Let's read that story. Greed. And they, and they rose up in the twilight to go to camp, the Syrians. And when they come there, there were no man. Okay, whatever. Just continue. Naaman. It's a story about Naaman. Continue. Let's get to where, let's get to where Naaman came to see Elijah. Hmm? 523. Go to 523. Where he came to see the guy. Go back, go back, go back, go back. This is the end of the story. Go back, go back, go back. Go back to when Naaman told, uh, Elisha told Naaman to go and dip in the water. 20. No, 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 go back. Yeah, this way, let's begin from here. You all know the story. Listen to the story very carefully so that you can understand I'll show you a point here. That sometimes, when you are too greedy, you don't think right. That's, 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 that's my take home. Greed can make you not think right. Listen to this story. There was a guy who was a major, a great general in his country. And he was sick. And somebody told him, there's a prophet who knows how to heal. Proud to that. Okay, I'll, I'll show you. Then, so he came to see Naaman. Then Naaman said, "Go and dip yourself into there." So when when the guy was coming from his country, you see, he's a Syrian. So far as concerned, everything is money, 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 money. So if he's coming for healing, he must pay for it. So he came with his gold, everything, because he's come to look for healing. Because from where he, he comes from, money, 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 money. So that's how he came. I'm going to pay for it. And he came, prepared to pay for everything. So he gets there. He meets Elisha. Elisha tells him what to do. He does it seven times. He was clean. Let's continue. And he returned to the man of God, he and all his company, and came and stood before him and said, Behold, now I know that there is no God in all earth but in Israel. Now therefore I pray thee, Blessing payment for thy servant. Let me pay you. But he said, As the Lord liveth before whom I stand, I will receive none. And 
he urged him to take it. Oh, Shofuji, Shofuji, Shofuji. Pastors nowadays, drug dealers, reverend, God has blessed me. I brought you this. Uh, 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 you have been a blessing to my, me and my family. So can you receive this four by four pajero? Oh, man. May the Lord increase you. Who is drug money? Who is a drug money? Is that time to receive him? He said, I received none. And he urged him to take it. But he refused. And Naaman said, Shall there not, shall, and Naaman said, Shall there not then, I pray thee, be given to thy servant two mules, burden on earth? For thy servant will hence offer neither burnt offering nor sacrifice unto the Lord, but unto the Lord. Okay? In, in this thing, the Lord pardoned thy servant that when thy master goeth into the house, blah, 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 I won't pay you. And he said unto him, Go in peace. So he departed from him a little way. This is where the, this is where the greed comes in. But Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God said, Behold, my master has spared Naaman the Syrian. Say, ah, this pastor, pa, this reverend, he does nothing far. He don't even have, eh, the last time we were in church, even the keyboard was not working well. Somebody has come. Spare the Syrian. It's not receiving that son that which the, he had brought. But as the Lord liveth, I will run after him and take somewhat of him. Yeah. So Gehazi followed after Naaman. And when Naaman saw him run after him, he lighted down from the chariot to meet him and said, It's all well? <laughs> Mr. Naaman, uh, do you remember me? Oh, I know you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You remember, yeah. Uh, uh, Reverend uh, Elisha. I'm one of his associate pastors. Oh, oh yeah, I remember. I, I remember. I saw you in the house. Yeah, oh, it's good you remember me. Okay. <laughs> so, you, 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 I remember you. I remember you. Oh, Reverend, Reverend Elisha's church. I was one of the associate pastors. Oh, yeah, I remember you. And he said, it's all well. My master has sent me saying, Behold, even now there become to me from Mount Ephraim two young men of the south. Oh. See, when you left now, we got some visitors. So. We just realized that we have, uh, there are some convention that we need some extra money to pay the bills. So. Young men of the Prophets give them. I pray thee, a, you see, I pray thee a talent of silver and two garments of change. Mm? So, uh, Mr. Raymond, the iPad and the iPad and and and, and the and the three-piece suit that you brought. You see, uh, actually, you know, I mean, you brought a Land Cruiser. But I say the people they don't like. So, if you can give us the 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 the, 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 the Nissan, the Nissan is okay. Yeah. And Neymar, you see, watch this. And Neymar said, be content. The unbeliever. The unbeliever said, be content. You ask for one, take two. Because, I'm sure he could see the greed. 
say you are a greedy boy. You are a greedy boy. Sometimes what do you know? See, people who are mature, they can see the greed in you. I remember the first Orugu that we had in Lighthouse. We had some program. And something happened. And then he started talking. And there was this, there used to be this rich man in Ghana. I don't, I don't know what he's still alive. He's called Alan Jima. He was, he was one of our few early members. So I remember Bishop was very disturbed talking to him. Do you know what Alan Jima, he's a rich man, he was a rich man then. He looked at the Bishop and said, listen to me, you haven't done anything. That boy is greedy. Alan Jima told us. He said, you have, Bishop, you have not done, you haven't done, well, Pastor Doug, you haven't done anything. That boy, because Alan Jima was an experienced businessman, so he could tell greed. And true to two, the, guy, the boy was greedy. Don't joke. Neymar said, look, Neymar could see the greed. He said, be content. Take two. Okay? Take two. And he had him and bought two talents of silver into two bags with two changes of garments and laid them upon his servants and they bear them before him. And when he came to the tower, you see, he took them from their hand and bestowed them in the, and, 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 and bestowed them in the house. And he let them go and depart. What was that? He just told shh, guys, Charlie, offload the goods. But when he went in and stood before his master, and Elijah said unto him, Whence comest thou, Gehazi? And he said, Thy servant went no. Master. <laughs> I didn't know. I was just in the backyard. I was taking care of the plants. Oh, prophet, I didn't go anywhere. I was just making sure that um, the, 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 the air conditioner and then it was working and I was doing, taking care of the plants. And I, I was actually meeting the new converts. You know, the new convert that came last week. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, and he said unto him, went not my heart with thee? And when the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee, is it a time to receive money? It's not every day you must collect money. Is it a time? Some things are meant to be done free. Is it a time? Why do you collect money for everything? Rehearsal, I need money. Drum, I need money. Transportation. Ah, your pastor has said you go and bring me. Your pastor has said go and buy me a cup of coffee, and then you come, Reverend, two dollars. Isn't it a blessing to buy a cup of coffee for your pastor that he has two dollars fifty cents, and you give the two dollars fifty cents that you give him change? And vineyards and sheep and oxen and messenger and made servants. The leprosy, therefore, of Naaman shall cling unto thee and unto thy seed forever. And he went from his presence as white as a leper. I can give you points on the story. You see, 
what, the first thing I'll talk to you about is that when you are greedy, sometimes you are blind. You don't even think. Why do I say so? You, Eli, uh, you Gehazi, you were with Elijah. Look at the miracles he could do. Exactly. This Elijah guy, eh, the Bible says in the, he can sit in his house and then when they are plotting a coup d'etat in Syria, in the, Elijah can see. He sits in Syria and can see what is going on. He sits in Israel and can see what is going on in Syria by his spiritual antennas. And you think you can dribble him by going and you see he was not thinking far. <laughs> if he had taught a little, I mean, if the guy had taught a little, he would have known that if there is anybody you want to dribble, not this man. Look, look see, this is great though. Because sometimes you don't be sure tell you. Because you see, like somebody said, be careful who you steal from. Just be careful. Yeah, you can steal, but be careful who you steal from. You want to dribble somebody about your whereabouts, a guy who can sit in Jerusalem and sit cabinet meeting in Syria. He's the one you're going to lie to. All because of greed. Sometimes in your greediness, you are adding some figures up and you are multiplying and you don't think that people credit people with intelligence. At least. wife, at least, he should credit me with a little intelligence. Recently, I heard of a divorce, a divorce case, and we're going to court. Recently, see, uh, one is not illiterate. I can also read. So, the 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 man was asking for just no contest. Let's look. Things didn't work out. Okay, go your way. I go my way. Shalom, peace. <laughs> Then 
circumstance of the marriage. So, back and forth. Then the guy's lawyer, the guy's lawyer told him, look, if this woman knows the law, she will quickly take the no contest and go away. But because of her greed, because, and the lawyer said, look, I am just, I, I was trying to give her a way to escape. But if she wants to be greedy, then I'll press the button. And the way the case is, if they press the button, if, he, if she doesn't take care, she will take care for him for life. The one who wants to collect, if he doesn't take care. You see, by her greed. Her greed. He can't think far. He cannot read in between. You see, he cannot read the lines. That this means this. This means this. This means this. All that he has heard is settlement. Foolish. Foolish. Money, 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 money. No, no, no. They lost their fine prints. I said they lost what? Their fine prints. So this is wrong. If she leaves me, I'll collect his house. Try. You try. <laughs> I say you try. You will show the fine prints. Consumption, equity, financial liability, state of health. You will be surprised. You don't think far. But in your greed. You see, the lawyer was trying to be peaceful and content. Look. This, this, this. Let's settle. Take your pot and pants and go. Let me take your suitcase and go. Everybody go away. <laughs> let's, let's end this. But her greed will not allow her to see that. Elijah. Gehazi. You want to dribble anybody. You want to dribble anybody. You want to do Papa Papa Elijah? Come on. Gehazi. You don't think far. Exactly. The man can see in Syria. You are around the neighborhood. You come to tell him a story. You see, sometimes, you see, sometimes your greed shows how stupid you are. Uh, see, greed, your greed reveals your stupidity and your foolishness. I'll tell you the Motiakrum story. <laughs> Not the Motiakrum story. Yeah. Motia are dwarfs. <laughs> dwarfs are, the local word for Motia are dwarfs. You want to hear the Motiakrum story? Yes. You want to hear the story? Yes. Yeah. There was this guy in church who thinks he's smart. So, a certain lady joined the church who used to be has some money, quite a little bit wealthy. So this boy thinks that he will go and be in a relationship with this woman. With the mind that she will go and chop her money. That's her mind. That if I marry, because I'm like, I marry and suck her money. That's the boy's mind. To go and marry the woman and collect the woman's money. That was his mind. So like in relationship, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, things were working. Then, you're in, a, you're in our church. No, no, our church, our church somewhere. <laughs> oh, true story. 
so just like relationship back and forth. So they came to see the pastor. The guy came to see the pastor. Know, the woman said they should break up. Then the pastor said, Oh, why? Why do you want to break up? Why does he want to marry? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, don't worry. No, pastor, how we are. I'll go. And, that's the same. That's what I'm saying. I'll go and talk to her for you. So the pastor takes his car, drives to the woman's house. As soon as he sat down and he told the woman the mission why he has come, I'll say it. The woman said, Reverend. The woman gave her, the, 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 the pastor a proverb. Say, Reverend. Whoa. I'll say it in Korean, I'll say it in English. Whoa. What about Motia Krum? be magic. of the dwarfs. And they, when they ask him, what are you coming to do here? He says, I'm coming to do magic. <laughs> you understand? I'll explain the point. It's a problem. It's like, when you talk about magic, dwarfs are king, kings of magic. Even, even when you see them, they are nature, they are magical. When people want to do magic, they go and collect the magic from them. And you have come to their town and you say you're coming to do magic. Understood the proverb. It's okay. <laughs> and you know the woman said, because the woman was a high timer, he used to swindle rich men. <laughs> he knows how to dribble people for money. So you this small boy. What <laughs> are so greedy you don't think right you don't think right I mean this is one of the most tragic stories why is it tragic Elisha was the servant of Elijah and Elijah did 16 when Elijah was about to depart Elisha saved him faithfully and when he was about to depart he said, what do you want? And he said, whatever you have, times two. So when you read the Bible, Elijah did 16 miracles. Elisha did 32. Go and, go and count the miracles in second Kings. It was exactly the double. Elijah did 16 miracles. Elisha did 32. So Gehazi was in line to get how many? I said to get how many? I said you will get how many? 64 of Elijah's anointing. So Elijah who commanded the, 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 the fire from heaven Elijah, Gehazi had the potential of doing 64. 
was the potential that he had. And he traded it for leprosy. All because of greed. All because of greed. He traded it for leprosy. And not only leprosy for him. The Bible said leprosy shall run in your family. So if you are a descendant of Gehazi, you will see that you have got this leprosy. They pour oil on you. They do fast. They cast. The leprosy will not go because it is a curse from a higher cause. Some family diseases are a curse from a higher cause because some parents were greedy. That's what it is. The cause was higher. It's generational because something higher. Look, the and, and the leprosy never left his house. No matter after, I mean, Nathan, the, all of them come, you cannot cure Gehazi's leprosy. Greed. Greed. Generational cases from ancestral greed. Your father sold somebody, somebody did somebody. You know, greedy. May you be delivered from the spirit of greed. something. He that is said to be rich has an evil eye. That is why Nehemiah look at the boy and say, be content. Take two. One, yeah, one will not satisfy you. Because he that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver. Listen to me. God will bless you. Amen. Beloved, I wish I bought things. That thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as that so. And I was and the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. Once you are under, you see, I, I can tell you this one, like John said, what we have seen and we have handled, that we do, we do testify. I can tell you that what I've seen, the anointing of Bishop Dak, that I have worked with him and I've handled, prosperity is automatic. tell you. If you follow the anointing upon his life, which is work for the Lord. Just work for the Lord. Seeking first the kingdom of God. You cannot help it but to prosper. And you better believe it. There is a special anointing on life as to prosper. Just work for God and you prosper. Our church. Some people start their churches by going to recruit other church members. You see it all the time. They'll be sending messages. Start our church. Too many praise and worship that you are calling. They visit churches to snatch people's churches. Prayer leader, chorister, drummer. You you have started a church and you you are hasting to be rich. It's a evil lie. But when we start our church, Bishop told us you start. One soul at a time, block to block, and we because we believe that by all means, if it is God's work, God will prosper. That is why God has prospered us. Look, you are under a great ministry. You are under a great anointing. What 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 anointing is this? There was this testimony. I don't know whether you guys saw it. What what ministry is this? That somebody goes to the American embassy. Hear that story. 
Have you ever heard of He goes to the American embassy in Nigeria. All that somebody goes to the American embassy. Hear that story? Yeah. Have you ever heard of He goes to the American embassy in Nigeria. All that he does is to distribute Bishop's books. So he goes to the embassy. And the inner head person doesn't add up. So he was wondering what to say. Then they, they, they asked him that, what do you do? So, I sell Christian books. The, the embassy staff asked him, who is your favorite author? He said, Bishop Dagwood Mills. The guy says, go and come at 12 o'clock. He gave them visa to his wife and everybody. Can say to you, you see, this one I, I am not, I am not imagining. I know, I was there from the beginning. That which we have seen, and we have handled, that we do testify. We are currently running the largest Bible school in the whole of Africa, more books than anybody. We are building everywhere debt free. Don't you think that the anointing that is upon the head of Aaron that flowed through his garment? So if he's Aaron and you are the toe, what is the song to catch you? That is why we have never been impressed to steal other people's members to start our church. Be patient. Listen to me. God will prosper you. I said God will prosper you. I said God will prosper you. The blessings of the Lord, they are rich and make added no Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Fix my eyes on you, the author of my faith. Casting aside every sin and every way. Sing it for me. I fix my eyes on you, Lord. I fix my eyes on you. Oh, Jesus. I lay my burdens down. God will take care of you. Just serve him. Love him. Wait for your time. I fix my eyes on you. The old time. I'll be young. David said, I'll be young and I'll be old. I have not seen the righteous forsaken. Not his seed, but for bread. Lord, I fix my eyes on you. I fix my eyes on you. Oh, I lay my burdens down. The God I serve, He's able. He will provide for you. He's the God on time. I have not seen the righteous forsaken. No, He's seen them for bread. Keep your eye on Him. Serve Him. Wait for his time. Fix your eyes on him. Serve him. Love him. All the days of your life. Oh God. All the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus. I want to gaze upon your beauty and seek you in the place. We thank you, Heavenly Father. 
We keep our eye on you. You are our supplier. You are the one who sustains us. David said, I have been young. I have been young and I have been old. I have not seen the righteous forsaken. Nor their seed back for bread. The Bible says, You who opens and no man can shut. Father, you are our source. We lift. David said, I will lift my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. You are our helper, our deliverer, the one who establishes us. We lift up our hands to you, O God, and we shall not be put to shame. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. We lift our eyes towards you. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help. My help coming from the Lord. You are our help. You are our strength. You are Mount Zion around us, oh God. Lift up your hand. I'll pray for you. Father, I go down on my knees as a prophet to these people. And Father, I re-echo your word. And I re-emphasize your word. And I, like your servant David said, I have been young and I have been old. I have not seen the righteous forsaken. Nor he seen beg for bread. Father, every hand that is lifted up here shall not beg for bread. Every hand that is lifted up here shall not suffer lack. Father, every hand that is lifted up here shall not be put to shame. Father, yea, you shall bless their bread, you shall bless their water. Father, yea, whatever the enemy and the canker one has taken, you shall restore. I see restoration. I see restoration. I see restoration. Father, whenever you are with your people, you bless them. For every hand that is lifted up here, may they walk in your divine blessing. May they enjoy the benefit of serving you. As they seek you first. And fix their eyes on you. May what others are looking for be given to them. I release here more than you can carry prosperity. May some have more than they can carry. In Jesus name I pray. And let us say shout amen. Hey church, close your eyes. Let me invite you to Christ. I want to pray for you. Every eye close. You are here, you are not born again. Listen. It is difficult to live your life without God. It is a very difficult road. Don't live, don't live your life by your own ideas or by your own intelligence. It is time you surrender your life to God. For Jesus said, anybody who comes to me, I will know I cast out. And God said, the Bible said, except a man be born again. I don't even know why you want to live your life without God in New York City. It is too difficult. Tonight, there is room at the cross for you. Tonight, you came to hear a preacher preach. Tonight, take a decision for God. Tonight, 
If you are not born again, I'm begging you. I'm pleading with your soul. Please lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Tonight you want to become a Christian. Tonight you want to become a Christian. Tonight you want to take a decision. Tonight you want to be born again. You don't understand. But tonight you want to take a decision. Please, whoever you are and wherever you are, lift up your hand. This is your opportunity. Tonight is your opportunity. Don't let tonight go by. Don't say, I'll do it later on. I'm thinking about it. Lift up your hand. Young or old, male or female. Tonight, make a decision for God. It will be a shame to leave this place not being born again. Father, we thank you for the blood on Calvary. Thank you that the blood that was shed will not go to waste. And let every soul here be a partaker of that blood. Let the blood wash and save us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Let's welcome Reverend Brad to close us. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.